0: This episode has been brought to you by Patch Junkie. Are you a member of the military? Are you a fan of uniquely made items? Hell, do you just like to collect stuff? Let's talk about a little company in Delaware called Patch Junkie. Patch Junkie is an Etsy shop that sells uniquely designed patches. Their stock includes everything from military style patches to designs that reference popular culture. They even sell other patch related st- stuff like patch mats and patch bags to your patches too. So when you go onto their website, enter the promo code Salumis for 10% off your order. Once again, that's S-A-L-U-M-I-S-T and instantly get 10% off of your order. So their website is www.patchjunkieshop.com. Welcome to another FYFT episode of the Sloomis podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined by my longtime friend, Sean, who I'm only seen once in real life. But we've remained close friends for nearly 10 years. While we're hundreds of miles away, I'm thankful that we could use Skype to make this episode and have a conversation about becoming a parent. See, Sean and his wife are about to have their first child. So I wanted to put him through the grinder to see where he was as they are 10 days out from the baby's arrival. This episode is full of thought and emotion, and it takes you through our journey where we try to understand purpose as a parent. And ultimately, we learn that the most important ability that any parent can have is availability because kids don't need you to be related to them to be there for them. That being said, hope you all are able to enjoy part seven of our Find Your Fucking Thing series, Blood and Bones.
1: She's she's actually in bed, so she's down for the count. Oh, is she? Yeah, she. well, between ready to have the baby on the outside, work's been kicking her ass. She's trying to get her team straight before she's out, so it's just been a lot of long days, man. Yeah, dude, it's all good.
0: So, um, you know, in my normal fashion, I want to I want to make this episode one of my FYFT videos or FYFT episodes. So you obviously know what that is. And before we even begin, I I definitely just want to thank you for for listening and being like like one of my, one of our like number one people or one of our top people, you know what I mean? It's, it's been cool getting your support and your feedback and stuff like that. It it really does mean a lot, bro. For real. I really do appreciate everything. No, I I
1: appreciate the, uh, what you guys put out and just, I don't know, kind of brings a lot into perspective and kind of gets my gears turning, man. So uh, I appreciate what you do. And I, I like that you can use that as an outlet and, uh, you know, a healthy, uh, yeah healthy outlet for yourself
0: yeah dude it's uh so i'm obviously we're all kind of experimenting here i'm using skype for the first time to do a podcast episode so if it does sound like crap i'm sorry i'm going to do everything i can to edit and make it sound you know as somewhat professional as possible but you know i'm just i just really hope that the content is what People gather from our discussion, however, it, however it goes. So my first question for you that I always do for my FYFT episodes is why do you think you're here, man? Why are you on this conversation with me?
1: Um, I think uh, I think you brought me in just because we, we have a lot of engaging conversation and I feel like we challenge one another. But also, we seem to be on the same page with a lot of things, whether it can be uh, something as simple as a meme or just a <laughs> conversation or or uh, appreciating uh, good music. So yeah. I feel like we're just we're 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 brothers from another mother, man, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: And the craziest thing uh, with us is that I've literally only only seen you, I think, one time in, in my entire life, <laughs> maybe <laughs> once or twice, I think. And uh, and that's it and it's it really goes to show how important it is to have or or the importance of just good connections when you just click with people you just kind of you don't really need to see them or anything and so um it's funny when I explain like she's like my wife will be like so h- how do you know him? it's like we've only hung out like twice it was a long long time ago <laughs> But somehow we just, we just stay close, man. For, I think for yeah. some people you just kind of click and that's, I'm, I'm totally cool
1: with that. I really, like yeah, that. man. Um, I agree with you hundred percent and it <clears throat> I had the same similar conversation with my wife and uh, <laughs> it, it was a funny conversation initially, but,
0: um, yeah, now we're <laughs> boys, man. And I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. That's what's up. All right. So, you know, we're, we're having you on here because you guys are about to become parents for the first time and i i want to be able to shine some light on people our age who are you know stepping into into parenthood and um you know i just want to get Get an idea of where your head is, and maybe this will help other people who might be in a similar situation or who might have felt the same thing uh, as as you as you're feeling right now. It's just another way for us to all connect and show that a lot of our experiences are are the same. And uh, so, yeah, I just want to I want to I want to know everything. You know, what was it like when you first found out that you were having a baby? Honestly,
1: I was, uh, I was, I was taken back by it all just because we had just, we had just started and I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, we didn't have to really jump through any major hoops. Um, yeah. and it, it all kind of came within a, an emotional time in uh, in my life and, and our life. I, um, actually just, it was, it was a a flood of emotion in all different types of directions. So I, I can't really? even, it, it, it was, I think it was even more difficult because we had, um, my mother-in-law, her mom in town and, uh, her aunt. So we we could only be so excited because we were still kind of try to keep it hush hush. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just, I can't even really put it into words, man. Cause it's just one of those things that I, I never thought I would really be that type of person to be in that position. Um, you know, if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have been like, no way. Or even yeah. I should say maybe, maybe six or eight years ago. Cause it was before I met my wife, but yeah, I just never really saw
0: myself to be one to settle down. So Really? Yeah. Tell me about your, tell me about your life growing up. What, what was your dad like with you? Um, so
1: I don't know how, how deep we want to get into it, but yeah, I'm, we're I'm, going I'm, real I'm deep, open. man. I'm open to to talk about it and peel back the layers. Um, absolutely. I think so, there's so
0: many layers that leads to where we are right now. So I want to be able to, un, you know, unpack all those layers. And cause I like to think that a lot of, uh, uh, not even uh, every bit of who we are now is a result of how we grew up. So tell me about that.
1: So, um, I guess, uh, long story short, um, I grew up with my, my stepdad. Uh-huh. Um, and I, mean, I can give you some backstory on that if you'd like, if you want. Yeah. only if uh, you Yeah. Want yeah. Them, man. Yeah. No, like I said, I'm an, I'm an open book. And, um, so yeah, so my mom was pregnant and, um, my, my real dad at the time ran out for cigarettes and, yeah, just never never came back. So um, my mom was, you know, a single parent for about a year and a half or so, year, year and a half. Uh, met my stepdad and, you know, it's kind of the dad I've always known. Really? Um, yeah. So I, I think it, it was tough growing up because we were night and day and he was always uh, really, really hard on me um yeah. we didn't have a lot of things to relate on you know he wasn't a sensitive guy he was like your your man's man type of guy mm-hmm. um you know just really rough around the edges and and never really showed any emotion. um you know kind of chew glass spit nails kind of guy um, really yeah yeah so very very much a blue collar guy and um you know great with his hands could you know would build cars from the ground up houses yeah. you know everything we uh, all the external runnings of our house was, you know, managed and maintained by him. So, um, yeah, it was, it was always an interesting childhood. And I feel like I went on a little bit of a rant there to to answer your question, but, um, I will say that we didn't have a close relationship and that really didn't blossom until probably my twenties. Really? Why do you think that was? I just think, uh, it was a combination of, um, both of us being hard-headed Um, me kind of chasing more after sports and girls, um, and just not a regular guy, right? I mean, (laughs) I don't, but, but he was, you know, I never really had interest in like turning wrenches or, you know, being in the garage with him, working on cars. Um, I'd much rather be playing baseball or soccer or hockey or, you know, skateboarding something along those lines. And he, he never really took any interest in that. And I feel like that's where we kind of clashed.
0: Yeah. Did you um, ever go to like your games and stuff like that? Or? Yeah. Yeah. No, he did. And,
1: um, they supported me. Um, and you know, my parents, both of my parents did. Um, but yeah, it's just, it was, I feel like the middle minimal effort was put in for it. You know, they supported me, but I, I now I, I, look back on it and I understand like kind of where they were coming from. Cause I, would, I feel like I would jump from sport to sport and try different things. But when I was a kid was trying to find my niche, um, yeah.
0: But Describe that minimal effort that you just talked about, man. I'm, I'm, so, I want to I want to dig into that some more.
1: Sure, sure. Um, yeah. So I think just the, you know, kind of going from sport to sport and, and trying to figure out my dynamic and what I enjoyed doing the most. And um, I, I fell in love with hockey. And you know, I played roller hockey and ice hockey and things like that growing up. And I, I had the opportunity to um, for a travel team, and it's just my parents didn't want to commit. Uh, not only financially, but just the, the weekends and the, the time into the travel side of it. So, I, you know, it kind of forced me to stay local and, you know, I, I feel like I've lost out on some things. So they came, they supported, but, you know, I feel like it, uh, more could have been done.
0: Yeah. What about like emotional support and stuff like that? See, I've always wondered, like, it was it was kind of it was different, too, for for my dynamic with my dad and you've heard me tell the story multiple times he was he was harder he he was hard on me but it was it was kind of in a in a different way but obviously we had different things if you want to say going against us i think that being first generation american you just kind of you have it a little bit tougher and uh, and and not to not to downgrade anyone else's experience but it's just different when you don't have the your support systems a lot different um, not having the grandparents and all that kind of stuff. And, um, it's, you just, you tend to see the world just a little bit differently. And I would always see some of my friends in their dynamics with their parents. And it was, you know, it was, it was fun. You know, me, me and dad had fun, but it was, his thing was make sure that you, you turn out well, that you, are somewhat successful or you're doing something meaningful and study, 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 make sure you do well in, in school or just do well at something um, and, and make sure that, that our name is known. That was, that was his thing His legacy is that's the thing for him. Um, Cause I guess the thing in, in this area and maybe other areas is, is your family name is your name. That's, that's kind of, All we had, there was no, in a lot of areas, they know you by your family name. Oh, you're a Wilson. Oh, okay. And so it was for us, we were just, we were trying to sow the roots and and try to establish ourselves. So um, for him, it seemed like there was no time to be able to get that kind of stuff. And yeah, you know, we still had fun. He still, he still went to our games and stuff, but you can sort of tell looking back, like in the back of his head, it was like, we've got to we've got to catch up, you know what I mean? Right. Right. And, um, you, I see that that kind of affects how I parent now as a, as a step parent. Um, and obviously there's a difference in, in my style and and my wife's style, but that's just, that's just how it is. You know, we're, we're all kind of, if you want to call it like responding to the way that we were parented, Right. you kind of, and, and that's what I kind of wonder if that's what, what your style is going to be like is if, you know, you say that your, your parents were, they did the, I don't want to say bare minimum, but you know, you kind of they, they made the minimum requirements. Is that what Yeah.
1: You yeah. I want to say it was more like a, a tough love type of thing, you know, yeah. like, you know, they, they didn't really um show a lot of emotion or, yeah. you know, uh, didn't, didn't allow me to open up or like they didn't really open up and it just, I I, and, I, and I get that I probably wasn't the easiest kid to raise, um, mm. you know, between probably the amount of energy that I have and just trying to find like a healthy outlet to, yeah. to get all that out and stay out of mischief because I always mm-hmm. seem to 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 get in some type of trouble, whether it was in or out <laughs> of school. So yeah. I, I know I didn't make it easy on them, but I, I think kind of being a little bit more open and, and and comfortable with having challenging conversations with me as a kid or, or kind of giving me an outlet to have comfortable conversation and, 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 things like that, or, you know, just being loving and supporting in, in, in different ways instead of just, you know, kind of the, that tough love I mentioned.
0: Yeah. How do you think that you're going to parent? <sighs>
1: That's a great question. It's, it's something that, you know, I've, I've, I've pondered over the years, but you know, the last nine months, because we are down to 10 days now before the due date, um, it, you always hear some, you know, everybody say that they want to give their kids everything they didn't have, and it it's not the not that case for me. I just wanna I want to be the best possible Sean that I can be, the best possible person that I can be, and reflect that to setting a great example for my son, and just making sure that my son has a a comfortable space to come to me to to talk or to vent or you know express emotion or just. Whatever he needs, um, you know, I wanna make sure that I'm there and and, and available and present for for anything that kind of throws at me. Um mm. I, I definitely gonna I think I'm gonna be more of the the stern like bad cop over <laughs> yeah. over my wife. My I feel like my wife's gonna be a, a pushover maybe. you know, uh-huh. she I can see it with, with the dog dynamic um that we have, <laughs> but um, it's so crazy. People think that's the same thing and it's like, nah, <laughs> no. Well, and, and I'm not making the comparison, but I'm, I'm just, I mean, now that's kind of all we have to go off of God, in, in midst me, of I, our, yeah. our six year relationship. So, yeah. um, but I don't know, man, it's, I don't know if I can quite define it. Cause I feel like what I may say on the podcast is probably going to change in two weeks when, <laughs> when little, when little dude comes out and yeah. just, I have, you know, uh, an epiphany, things are going to uh, change sure. in, in, in my thought process and direction. But Um, I just want to be as open minded to anything that's kind of thrown my way and just always take his feelings into account and, you know, push him and challenge him and be as supportive as possible, I guess, in a roundabout way.
0: Yeah. How was how do you think or I don't know if you've had a conversation with your wife about it, but how was how was her upbringing?
1: So, um, very, very different. Um, I mean, we're, we're very different people. I'm, I'm very extroverted. I'm extremely extroverted. I'm being in sales just as you. Um, and she's introverted and and very studious. She's great with numbers. Um, and just, she's an only child, uh, just a very, her, her parents are introverted and it's just, she had a, a quiet, you know, uh, more laid back kind of upbringing. They kind of lived in you know, middle of nowhere, uh, North Carolina type of situation. So,
0: yeah,
1: she didn't really play any sports. She was very studious. She she started a, a health club in high school. So, just like just a very different dynamic yeah. um than 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 what I have. And, and both of her her dad's very he um, he's he's careful he, careful. He's gonna <laughs> beat your ass. No, no, he's he is a little <laughs> bit bigger than me, which is crazy to think of. <laughs> he, uh, no, this was a compliment, but he's he's very in touch with his emotions, and and I think he gravitates more towards women, um, yeah. just in that in that manner that he's you know in touch. I mean, he writes, you know, he he writes, he reads. He just he's very in touch with who he is, and he's very comfortable with that. And yeah. I I think just the, the time that I've known him, I've you know, I've put a feather in my cap to him. Just just I appreciate his, uh, the things that he appreciates in life. And, you know, yeah. I can really see that he, he raised a,
0: a great daughter. How do you think that that is going to blend when you two came from different areas and you're both going to kind of be responding or possibly reacting to how you were, uh, to how you were raised? How do you think that that's going to really play a part in the two of you parenting?
1: You know, I, I question that every day. Um, and you know, I, I, I try to put myself in different scenarios or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that, that tries to put myself ahead of it to, to, to get yeah. an idea of, of, what that next step could be. But I don't know, we've, we've always just been, you know, synced. And I know that sounds maybe a little cliche or, or a little ridiculous, but you know, no, we, at all. we have, we have a lot of great conversations together and we, you know, she'll make a point, I'll make a point, but we always seem to, I mean, there's not a time that I can think of that we haven't come to some type of agreement or, or acknowledge both sides of the conversation. Um, and I think that's just going to, I mean, we teamwork it just blows my mind every time we, uh, you know, we have a challenge thrown our way. There's nothing that we haven't been able to, uh, conquer together. So I really, I'm excited to see how much it challenges us and how much it changes us as yeah. uh, as a, as a married couple. Um but I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to um to see to see what it does and how it challenges us and, and kind of how we react and how we kind of it brings us even closer together to to be a good influence on this little dude. Yeah.
0: Do you think that your your hobbies and priorities and stuff like that are gonna completely alter? I don't know how your how your day to day is, but as far as like I don't know if you like go to the gym or if you do anything like that, do you Do you ever wonder about how that's going to be? I'm sure you've seen some of your friends, they get like, you know, they, they gain weight and they have like the shitty beards. And they just a lot (laughs) of times they just look absolutely defeated. Do you ever wonder about that? I I, I do wonder about that. And, you know, in the back of my head,
1: I, I, that does concern me a little bit. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm routine to a a fault. Um, I don't go to the gym as much as I should. I mean, we've, we recently bought a house within the, you know, a little over a year. So I feel like a lot of my time and efforts go into working on the house. And that kind of throws some of my routine to this to the wayside. Um, but I know it's gonna be be tough to not step away um at times. But I, I think kind of setting boundaries and 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 keeping we're gonna need, you know, dad's gonna need dad time, mom's gonna need mom time, and we're gonna need couple time together. And I think just kind of prioritizing mm, that yeah. stuff to keep ourselves sane, um, but then also just to kind of disconnect for a little bit, finding a nice balance, and um, I don't wanna say force it, but I think just it's healthy to kind of find a balance, you know, give or take, yeah, and I, and I wanna I wanna stay at that, and you know, my wife and I are on the same page with that. She does spin, I'm big on the cycling, you know, I still skateboard a bit, I have music, you know, there's just things that I wanna stay in touch with, and of course, pass on a little man whenever I can to figure out ways to bond with him
0: what are you gonna what are you gonna do when he's completely not like you <laughs> um it, my
1: my wife asked me a similar question to that and uh you know i, I don't even i, I don't know <clears throat> what i'm gonna do but i mean i'm I'm very open-minded and and, and, accepti- <laughs> and, and accepting and i'm just yeah. like, i'm gonna i'm gonna love him and you know let him be who he wants to be, and and just be supportive, man. I don't know. It's yeah, just man. I'm more excited to not only to meet him, but to see the person that he's gonna grow into, and you know, just help him along the way. I'm yeah, not gonna dude. try to force him into anything that I do. Where I don't know, just want him to be him, man.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy for me, like as a as a step parent. Like the first time I met my stepdaughter, obviously. My wife and I were just we were dating at the time. It was it was years ago. I think she had just turned three. And seeing who she was, who she was back then at three versus who she is now at almost fifteen is uh it's, it's so, it's so crazy. It, it really is, dude. There's, there's no way to really describe it. And there was, there was obviously a gap, you know, we went separate directions, dated other people, had what completely different life experiences and stuff like that. But when I came, when we got back together and I think she was maybe eight or nine or something like that, um, you can, it's just, it's wild seeing how quickly they completely changed like they they completely change but they still retain certain things that you remember like like their laugh or how they run it's it's so weird like i remember when when she was a kid well she's still a kid but when she was a smaller kid like (laughs) her her dad is is a six foot ten he's a he's a tall motherfucker yeah taller than me uh, yeah Um, taller
1: than you yeah.
0: Yeah. Not stronger though. Let's, let's, let's get that shit straight. <laughs> There's not, not many more. that are <laughs> there. You go. Oh, thanks baby girl. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> When, uh, um, when she runs, because when she was young, she just had like bigger feet. And so when she would run, it was like, it was almost like seeing a dog, that had that you know is gonna grow into being a giant dog and just has ginormous feet. <laughs> they got <kinda> of like <laughs> rush feet first. because she still kinda like runs a little bit like that. And so it's it's pretty funny because I always think of when she was like a kid, and you'll just notice like little things like that. But the I would say the one thing for for me, and this is why I asked you, um, what if she what if your your kid's like nothing like you, is that that's something that I that I experience now and sometimes something that I struggle with. And it's because like, obviously, because we don't have, we don't share any DNA at all. Right. And so there's, there's certain things where sometimes I find myself saying or thinking like my kid wouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? And like, it's really weird having that thought but it's almost like you can't help it if you're if you're a step parent, you're just right. you. I, it, And it's not coming from a place of like douchebaggery or anything like that. It's like, I think I I want so, so badly for her to have like a certain like trait or something like that. It's really weird. It sounds kind of selfish, honestly, but.
1: No, it's but like a- I, I I appreciate you bringing that up, I and mean, I'm I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Um, and and I'm uh, kind of going back to my stepdad, and I, yeah. I I do wonder if he kind of had the same thought because I yeah. I feel like he struggled with that um with me growing up because we were extremely different, and I didn't mm-hmm. have any interest in any of his interests, yeah. and uh, you know I, I I wonder his thought process. But yeah. that's the thing is we never communicated it and we never yeah. talked about it. You know, I think it, it probably, um, you know, caused some tension to, to grow and, and, and it's probably made our, our relationship that much more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm happy that we have a, a great relationship now. Um, yeah. but yeah, it, it's just crazy. Was there ever, was there ever like a turning point or a, a hard spot that you had with your,
0: with, um, with your uh, daughter? Yeah, like, It's yeah, that it definitely was, um, it was, I think that when I tried to, inst- I guess, sort of instill or expect some of the things that were expected of me, um, like, like this, this different type of respect and reverence for your elders. Um, that's something that I truthfully, I noticed this in many non-American families and non-American kids is they are born or they are raised with this extreme reverence for elders and um so even me like whenever like if i come to work or something i make sure i say good good morning to my elders um i make sure i greet people and let people and acknowledge them acknowledge their presence and for her it was different because i mean she could just wake up and just get on with the day. She may not be a morning person or something like that. She's not a morning right. person, and she just get up and you know go and do her thing or whatever. And and doesn't mean anything by not saying good morning or being. It, it, it's weird. It's 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 really weird. But and was, very different. It was something that was kind of installed in
1: you at a younger age, yeah. and you were kind of yeah. brought up to to, to yeah. make that you, a regular thing. Never, it's probably yeah. a thought process that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't you never had to mind
0: exactly, and you never had to tell me. Like when I would go to someone's house, you never had to tell me to say hi to anyone or to, to greet any of the people there. And those little things like that, I was like, how do you not know to do this? But it was just because we were raised completely differently. So this is a Nigerian household versus an American household. And I know that there are some American households that do it, but it's, it's just, it was very, very different. And then, um, when it came to like effort towards things like we were taught to, if you're going to do something like play a sport or play an instrument or anything like that, you make sure that you're damn good at it. Right. Right. You make sure that you give crazy amounts of time. It doesn't matter if it's video games, if it's anything, you make sure that you're really good at it. But it's, it's, it's so interesting because she can start a hobby or something and then just be like, no, nah, I don't want to. And I'm just like, what? Where's your work <laughs> ethic? You know what I mean? And uh, so that is, and then of course, I'll I'll even say because both of my parents are are college professors, um, there's just a completely different expectation of how I view academics and and all that kind of stuff. Um and so yeah, there's there's tons of, of big differences in there. And so I for the longest time I would be kind of not not resentful. It was almost truthfully it was a little bit of jealousy. Like jealous that she and her mom had a had a bond and I'm sure she had one with her with her dad. And it was like and I felt like I was just just there. You know what I mean? Like I was just there. Right. I just Paid for shit, you know, <laughs> but, and uh, so I think the, you know, before before we got married, my friend, my my good friend Steve, he told me something that that I I tell my other friends when they're going to have a kid. He said, or when they're you know going to be a parent or getting into a family where there's already a kid. Um, Steve told me that being a parent, a, a for real parent, is. One of the most thankless jobs on earth. There's like you'll you'll get zero credit. Not even it doesn't even matter with Mother's Day or Father's Day, you'll just get no credit. And um, then you know you and I both uh, like that band, The Word Alive. You remember that right. song, yeah. yeah? So they they have a they have that song like Father like Son. Yeah. And and I swear every time I hear that song, it like it chokes me up because there's one part in there that he said that's like at the big part of the song where he says uh, this is he says, like, these are the words I hope will let you know that I don't need blood, but I need bones. You're my home. And he, it was a song that he was writing to his stepfather. Wow. And uh, and it was like, damn, she doesn't need blood. I don't need to be related to this kid. I just need to be there. That's it. Yeah. And uh, so Nicely I know said, dude, though. Yeah. I was so, liking. so piggy, piggybacking off that a little bit, um, yeah.
1: you know, was there, was there a moment where you were, you know, you were proud or there was like a turning point where like, Oh, yeah. I yeah, made yeah. I made an impact and, you know, and, you know, cause like, I feel like we not, not that we put a negative spin on it, but you know, yeah. you, you spoke on some of your, your frustrations with it, but there's also a lot of yeah. good that
0: comes with it. Absolutely. I think it's, it's those, it'll be the little moments where I feel like uh, where it's like, oh, she she needs me or she'll tell me that she'll tell her friends like, oh, he's cool or something. It's like, oh, this, she really does like me or something. You know, <laughs> <what> I <mean? laughs> it's it's moments like that. And I think like one one really tough moment was like when um, when there was a time where we were going to be moving and uh, like moving to another city and and stuff still in this state. But like there was some some legal stuff that that her dad pulled and uh um and it just it made such a rift between the two of them you know yeah and it's it's unfortunate but i i realized at that moment how much it's important for her to have a dad figure in her life and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be him and he's still there you know i mean but the way that it all went down it was it was it was tough, man. It was really tough. Tons of emotion, tons of anger. And to this day, I still haven't talked to the dude. It's been like maybe six, maybe five years or so. I haven't said a single word to her dad at all. Um, and uh, I. it's still like a level of of hatred that I have for him. And it's and it's not for any other reason, but because he hurt my, he hurt my daughter. You know what I mean? Right. And that was it. There's no other reason, but he hurt her. Like this kid was just distraught and I was messing with her. And I was just like, I could never forgive him there, but you know, their, their relationship is, is it's improved. Um, but it's, it's still, there's still a little bit of strain. He just doesn't really get her you know, and right. so well, I think,
1: I'm, I'm sure if he's never around, it's got to be well, tough to, to continue well, that connection.
0: It's not even so much that he's not around because like legally there's the whole visitation. You know, she goes, right. she'll go with him on the weekends and stuff like that. But it's right. just different when when they come home from school and you see the everyday routine. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And so which is a completely her, different dynamic. Yes, exactly. And then, of course, um, the big turning points are are those little moments for me, I, I have to take them in little moments and like little wins. And it's, you know, if she's sick and she'll, you know, she'll, there was one time she got like sick as shit and was gonna like throw up. And I remember I was sitting in my bedroom, I was like playing guitar and And I just hear her like faintly call my name. She was like, she she calls me over. She's like, I'm scared. And I was like, oh, my heart. (laughs) She needs me there. And and I didn't And at that moment, I didn't realize how how important me just being available was. So I think if there is one big moment, it's when I realize that she just like that song says she she doesn't need blood. She just needs bones and just the person to be there for her whenever she needs. sounds like the title of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. For real. (laughs) It really does sound like it. So I I think the, one of the, the big things I think for every parent is you're, there's going to be this moment where you realize where, or for, for us, where it's like, there's a big difference between being a father and a dad, you know, and I think the the fathers, in my opinion, is like that's a biological thing, right, but then a dad is I think it's something that we as men we earn that we one hundred percent earn that title, and it's it's through being available, and it's through dealing with a lot of the you know the craziness and the growth and the growth within yourself. It's more of the growth within yourself and really assuming the roles and the responsibilities and and understanding that like they are not going to be the person that you want them to be they're going to be the person that they want to be and that's one of the hardest things because in this world dude we we all have the or we think we have the the insight and the foresight and we think we can see ahead and see all the trends and see where things are going but at the end of the day this is their life man and and the hardest thing is letting this person Assume the driver's seat right and, and
1: figuring went, out that balance between yeah. you know guiding them and and and, and being accepting of, of who they are but trying to help prevent you know mistakes
0: and, and and learning along the way yeah I think my I think I think that my parents did a good job of letting me fall on my face um, and, and you know I, I, I've eaten a good amount of shit sandwiches in my <laughs> life, but <laughs> I've also the one thing that I'm, I'm glad that they exposed me to were the hard times yeah. where they were very transparent. Cause like, like you've heard me say before, we, we were poor, you know, we lived on welfare and stuff like that. And when stuff didn't work, when we couldn't pay for things, they were, they were transparent about it. And uh, I learned very early on the, the value of, of money and just, the strain that it puts on so many people when you can't afford something, and, and just the importance of enjoying the little things like the little wins and, and just becoming creative when you don't have much. There's like,
1: well, a, that really says a lot about, about the man that you are and just, I mean, your character overall. I sure, mean, I, I, I really had, I, I picked up on that and just, I have a ton of respect for you for just, I appreciate it. I that, mean, dude. for that alone, man.
0: Yeah. You know, you you get creative when you don't have much and it's it's so funny these days when when people are expecting a kid, they do so much preparation, you know what I mean? Like they buy all sorts of stuff and you know, you you want to have your you want it's like you want this kid to like like as soon as they come out of the womb, they're in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> you just and you just shield them the entire time. Yeah, that's you know, real like, talk, hey, man. Clean your hands, clean your hands before you hold the kid, you know. Like, do this before you hold the kid. Hold the, They've got to wear this thing. Like, if you see some of the pictures of my mom with me <laughs> and, and any of us, like people would lose their shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, how are they holding this child like this? But it's like They do this everywhere else in the world. There's no parachutes and stuff. You just have to be there and be aware, man. That's that's really all that there is to it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. uh, But obviously you want to make things as safe as possible. (laughs) You know, you want to make things as as comfortable as possible. But damn, they have really I think that, you know, economics and and stuff like that has really made us a lot of us play into like, Oh God, I got to have this dude. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm guilty, man. And, and, oh,
1: yeah. and it probably doesn't help that my wife and I are both planners and oh, it's yeah. just, I, I feel like we're over prepared. and mean, we've had everything ready to go for weeks now, man. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's even comical for me to say out loud to even admit <laughs> that because of how ready we are. Um, yeah. but I don't know, it's just who I am and I accepted it and you know, yeah, it is
0: what it is. And and truthfully, when you when you think about it, and I'm not speaking from firsthand experience, I'm just sort of speaking from, if you want to call it secondhand, uh, when my friends, if any of them have a newborn, it's like the preparation that you that you undergo. It's it's pretty fitting because it's like all they really do is shit and eat and cry. I mean, and and sleep, but it's that time when they become when they're becoming a person and that shit you cannot prepare for. You're yeah. Uh oh. That's why I joke that they aren't they aren't really people until they're like five. <laughs> <laughs> well, until they yeah, they really kind of, you know,
1: walking and talking and really kind of bring out that personality and the, the yeah. sass and just everything else in between.
0: And that's yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting, man. Yeah, dude. It's it's gonna be exciting for you guys. Um, so what's like what's your biggest fear right now? So I was actually thinking about it uh, just a few minutes
1: ago when when you were talking about your daughter. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that that does fear you know that does scare me, I should say um, i'm I'm worried about bonding with my son uh, and I think just my 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 wife's like demeanor and her like her charismatic nature and just like she's so nurturing. she's just I don't know just she's so loving and caring. I just, Mm -hmm. I worry that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to connect or bond with him in the way that I want to. Um, and and I think that's just some, maybe some insecurities from, you know, struggling with that with both of my parents. Um, and it's it's like one of those things, like I don't want to force it and like trying to find like a balance and like be Mm -hmm. understanding and accepting. Um, so yeah, Yeah. I don't it doesn't keep me up at night, but it's definitely something
0: I think about often. Dude, it this shit keeps me up at night. Like, it's weird because, you know, I I did an episode with um, it was one of it was the last F, like FYFT episode, and I was talking on there about how I'm not the best parent when it comes to emotional support. But I'm very good if she needs like a math problem solved or if there's some kind of like logical thing that needs to be done, like I can I can solve those problems. But um, at first in that episode, I said that, you know, it's 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 just who I am. And yes, that's true. But part of acknowledging who I am is acknowledging that I'm insecure about that stuff still. And it's something that and it's weird how comfortably and freely I can I can put myself through the grinder and talk about it here on these episodes. But like when I put something like that into application, like I want to just go to a room and tell her like, girl, I'm I'm scared for you. I'm, I'm so scared for you because this world is fucking crazy. It really is, man. But well, like, it always I, sounds so much better in your head, right? Dude, it sounds way better. But then when I try to put the application, I just kind of walk in there. And it's like, okay, you're on TikTok. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to my room. Or something. Right. Yeah. Defeated. <laughs> you know? And then you're, you're yeah, you realize absolutely. you're up all night and you're like, damn it. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, we'll, if ride, dude, if we ride in the car, like I, it's like, I want to ask like, Hey, how's your, I, I want to ask more surface level, like more than just like surface level questions. Like, what'd you do over the weekend? Or. How school, you know, I, I want to be like, where's your head at? You know, and it's when, when you haven't done it since I, when I've never done it with her, like the more time that you take, not acknowledging that part of you or that part of that dynamic, the harder that it becomes. And so my fear even now as a parent is that she'll, she'll grow up. And say that she didn't have a good bond with me or maybe I wasn't there enough or something. And thankfully, she does have a very good bond with her mom. Like they're they're really close. But I feel it's probably just my approach to handling things. I'm I'm just like, so what happened? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) As opposed to like how are you feeling? You know? Yeah. And so, well, and that's, I, I it's
1: funny that our conversations kind of take gone this direction because yeah. that, that is something that, that I am concerned about. And, you know, I, you know, I, I caught myself talking to the car seat and the back seat uh, Did you really? this week while I was on the road, just, just kind of like trying to practice it in my head, because I mean, the same thing, like it, when you, you actually apply it to you know a, a real life scenario. it's it's so much more difficult to put out, you know, yeah. to try to have that conversation, whether it's with your kid or with your spouse or yeah. you know wh- whoever it may be. Yeah, i'm I'm trying to figure out ways to to feel comfortable and being able to express that. And I feel like that's like why sometimes I reach out to you or we have some challenging conversations yeah. or I just let you know where I'm at or what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. And it, it, you know, you might think I'm crazy, but Hey, it made me feel better and I'm at a, oh, a better spot. So, so maybe, you know, I can kind of transform that into, uh,
0: you know, fatherhood. Yeah. I think at the, for, at the end of the day, it's, it's just like the, the lesson that my, that my dad, you know, taught me was that he, he never wanted me to be like him. He just wanted me to be better. And that's one of the hardest things of when like when you're trying to, teach your kid to be better than you. It's it takes acknowledging the things that suck about you. You know what I mean? Right. And uh that's the, that's the hardest part right there because, you know, obviously we think we have it all and we, you know, we think we for the most part have our shit together compared to little kids or something like that. But one of the things with kids, dude, and you'll you'll under you'll understand this very, very quickly, is like they have this like unfiltered absolutely just brave desire for knowledge just they want to know everything and like the biggest thing that i feel that any parent could do is to continue to just tap into that keep them curious you know what i'm saying like keep them always wondering never satiated because you're the big thing that you're going to be battling against is the is the phones is the internet man it's like it's it's got a hell of a way to keep people satiated and uh not and thinking that they know everything or they know all there is to know (laughs) right just it's
1: it's seeming so uh disposable and and i hope that my wife and i kind of both having that same outlook Mm -hmm. you know always kind of being curious or always trying to better ourselves um with whatever it may be. You know, maybe just trying different food or or visiting different places or just learning about different cultures or just, I don't know, challenging ourselves in in so many different ways. Um we do that. So I hope that we can
0: you know pass that along and 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 keep him curious and, and thriving and always wanting more. Yep. And that's something that I'm thankful that that my my stepdaughter does is whenever she's like at my parents' house, she will try you know she'll try nigerian food or nigerian clothes or anything i think she does well to embrace the the culture and i think that as she's gotten older she's definitely um learned to she's become a lot more aware of things like color things like race ethnicity culture um she knows that there's a difference between the you know a lot of that stuff and you know there is a (laughs) she she hates when people are racist or do anything like that and and it's funny because she'll be like they're making bad comments about you know a person of color and you know sometimes i the one thing i told her we were at the dinner table and she was getting like she was getting pretty heated about Something that uh, uh, that a girl said, and I was sitting there like, "Oh, easy, Talcomax. Like, <laughs> it's all right. You can, you can chill, you know." And, and teaching those things, like, "Hey, man, we, I, pre- I appreciate this sentiment, but one of the things you'll you'll need to learn when as you get older is that we don't need saving, <laughs> and it's it's a hard lesson. It's a hard thing to tell someone something like that. Is like." We don't need saving. Just do your part to be to not be a part of the problem. Right. And And continue to be a good person and 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 put good into the world. Exactly. Just put good into the world. That's it. You know, be positive. Don't, you know, don't bully. Don't, you know, don't look down upon people because like anything could happen to any of us. And so. Right. Well, and being
1: as a, as a kid, it's really easy to go on the defense, you know, cause yes. you know, she's identifying it as being something so negative and, you know, <laughs> obviously she's connecting with you and, 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 kind of being in that type of space. So she automatically jumps through the defense and, and yeah. it's, it's easy to
0: do, man. It's just, yeah, dude. it really is. Do you, uh, what do you think? Let's describe, how do you think your, your boy's going to be?
1: I mean, I always joke that he's gonna come out with a sweet head of hair and like a full beard. Like that's like the, <laughs> the the running the running joke. Yeah. Um, and and you know me well enough that you know my my presentation and just my the way that I present myself. Um, you know, I'd love to pass that down, to my little man. You know, <laughs> being, little being a little yeah dapper little dude. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I I, I honestly just want to bring him to, to, let him be who he wants to be. I mean, I know for the longest time he's not going to have any say over that, but yeah, I'm I'm going to have some fun and, and, you know, kind of probably make him a mini-me for a little while until <laughs> I kind of figure out his personality and his direction. And,
0: yeah, I don't, do ever, I really can't do ever, say. Do you ever wonder, like, you know, a lot of these in society these days, a lot of the kids are be, becoming or they're starting to I, you know, have the conversation of, of gender and what they identify as at a very early age. Where do you sort of stand on that kind of stuff as a new parent? And, you know, everyone's coming out or everyone's, you know, identifying as some other way. Do you ever do you ever think about that? Um, You know,
1: I can't say I've given it any serious thought. Yeah, um, and it kind of goes back to some of the other things I've said in the midst of our conversation, and I, I, I want to say that I'm open minded and I'm not really sure how I will feel mm-hmm. when when it when something like that comes about. But I also want to get an understanding of where he's coming from, and you know the thoughts and feelings that are kind of behind that, and yeah, and, and 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 be helpful and supportive, whatever direction he decides
0: to take. Yeah, um, and I don't know, man, I just. I'll be for like, who he is. Good. That's that's the that's a a great you know. And however you however you would have answered that question, I would have been one hundred percent okay with. Truthfully, um, I always I always wonder some of that stuff. You know, when I see some people and they're like, "Oh, my son's gonna be like, they're gonna play football or they're gonna do blah blah blah," and and I say this because I I coach youth football and I see so many parents that put their kids in into the game. And it's like, you can tell just very quickly. It's like you did, you did this too early or, or they don't really care. This isn't like, this isn't their thing that they, it's yeah. It's it's the parents' thing. It's not the kid's thing. Exactly. And so I I asked that, you know, if, if the kid chooses dolls over toys and and guitar and stuff like that, I always wonder, like, I like to think that I'll be like, all right, looks like we're playing Barbies together. Fuck it. You know, let's, let's have fun with this, you know, like, um but i always wonder and i like to ask some of my friends like where do you where do you see your head going when when something like that pops up yeah i mean like I said, it's uh, also new in the news you know Dwayne Wade has gone out and he's you know publicly and his his kids obviously older but he said that his kid is known that, you know, has identified uh, as like a female or, or I think it was transgender. I can't remember how his child identifies, but it was at a very early age. And so I was that. But again, again, my question to you is how do you feel that you'll sort of react and respond? I mean, uh, first thing, it's going to be nothing
1: but love and, and you know, positive support sure. in all directions. I mean, I just but again, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll be you know, filled with all different types of emotion. But I always want to make sure that it's it's presented in a positive manner and that he, you know, feels the love and the support that, that he needs in a, in a safe space to be able to talk to talk about it, um, yeah. you know, and, and and feel comfortable to be able to come to us and not have to feel like it has to be hidden or, you know, because it's already it's already tough out there in, in, the, in the world anyway. So I don't I don't want him to not feel that that safe space at home um yeah. to, to be able to, to come to us if there's any type of problem like if bullying or if there's anything you know anything at all
0: bro that's gonna that's gonna drive me nuts with bullying. i here's my prediction of my first kid i have a feeling they're gonna be a big fucking person whoever they are i just think we both have like we both have big features you know yeah, and, uh, I'm like, there's no way that this child is going to be small. If anything, they'll be short because my wife is short, but they're going to have they're just going to have big features. I just have a feeling, but I'm with you on that one, man. <laughs> but like when they when you see something like like bullying and it's like, how do you sort of handle that stuff? You know, I, I was just recently I tried to watch. Um, uh, what's it called? True Detective. Yeah second season and it was a second season or a third one of them was an absolute disappointment it's the one that had colin farrell in it okay i
1: think it was the second one i think i've second, watched a couple uh episodes and just couldn't get into it dude, maybe it was, even an episode and a half i just couldn't get into it
0: trash but there is a there was a time where um his kid was getting bullied and he went out there and and he found the kid and then he beat the kid's dad's ass like in front of him <laughs> yeah <laughs> like let's how do you think you're going to handle the first time your your kid gets hurt, like emotionally hurt? Well, Cause like I'm, we both I'm, said, the world is the world is tough, man. It really is. How do you think you're going to deal with that? I mean,
1: I will say that I'm not going to go beat the dads yeah, no yeah. No matter how big I am,
0: um, yeah, I'm just saying, just getting hurt in general by something, not not like physically hurt, like trip and fall, boo boo, but like they're emotionally hurt. Ooh, that's a tough question, man.
1: Um. That's a great question I do not I d I don't I don't really know how I'm I'm going to react um, with that. I, you know, I, I I wanna say that I'm not gonna overreact. I think that's gonna be more up to my wife, because that's definitely her MO. Um, um Yeah, she's definitely gonna be the overprotective one. <laughs> yeah. Um for sure. But I don't know, man. I, I think I think it's gonna come back to me just kinda it's going to be an interesting balance. I want to say as of right now, between being supportive and a little bit of tough love kind of, kind of showing the comfortable space, but kind of allowing him to, to talk to me about it and maybe try to be, I don't want to say, I I don't know if I should say the tough love thing, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to,
0: I'm having a hard time putting putting out when I'm uh, with, with circling in my head. I remember the first time someone, someone hurt, someone hurt Haley. Um, and it was, I took it in a way that I did not think that I would. And I still, I wish that maybe I would have, Oh, I don't know how I was. I didn't know how I was supposed to handle it. Um, and it was weird because it was like, it was, it was, it was a boy, and, you know, hurt her feelings. And it was just like, what do I do? And I was trying to be like logical <laughs> about right.
1: it. But it's and tough I to was, be logical when you're you know, in emotional or maybe an irate state, you know?
0: Yeah. And but for me, I, I tend to be so pragmatic and and so logical, even in situations where it's like I should want to, you know, be on her team. But I, I was just I in my head, I was kind of just doing damage control just being like well this is what boys do at this age and they're this way as opposed to just being like oh baby girl I'm you're hurting I'm so sorry let's you know let's go get our nails done or something you know what I mean right I wish that I could have done that but I I went into problem solving mode and in my I like to think and maybe I, I overthink things and so I at this time I'm just like I felt like I did more damage than good. Like I just wasn't there. And it's just one of those things that over time I'm just like there's such a big importance in watching your kid's dynamic with the other parent and and making sure and and you know, trying to communicate on 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 those fronts. Cause I've had the discussion with my wife and I've just been like, I don't have a bond with her. Like I don't. And, and she'll tell me like, she likes you a lot. There's, what are you worried about? You know? <laughs> and uh, I just, I, I feel like most parents that I know never think they're doing it right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's been a pretty common theme and I've, I try to bounce uh,
1: suggestions or ideas off of friends of mine that have parents and or I'm mm-hmm. sorry that have kids. And uh, it's, it's, it's all the same kind of thing. I, yeah. I have the same type of feedback. You know, you can't really screw it up or, you know, just be who you are. Yeah. So
0: I always say for me, I my biggest goal on top of making sure that my kid, whether it's my, my stepdaughter or real kid or, you know, biological kid on top of making sure that they're better than me, I just want to make sure that I'm not someone that they have to feel like they have to recover from. Right. And there's so many of us that are out there that are recovering from our parents. And and that's some of the saddest shit out there, because a lot of the times the parents don't even know that they're doing that. You know, we a lot of us project the hurt and the insecurities and other stuff like that onto our kids. And we don't we just don't know that we're doing it. And at the end of the day, we think that we're that we're helping or that we're protecting. But at the end, sometimes you, you might have a kid that lacks confidence. Like if there's, you know, there's parents out there that are always like, you know, you come up, you come to them with an idea, you want to do something different or start a business or do something crazy. And they'll sit there and be like, well, how's that going to work? You don't have this, you don't have this. They'll sit there and put all these other roadblocks in front of you, but it's not out of, it's not out of like wanting to block you it's they're they're scared because for them, they're trying to address something that they couldn't do. So, of course, they're going to think with that mindset. And I think that a lot of us come off and say, like, our parents are just hating or they're not supportive. But it's like it's a lot of them don't know how to be because, well, for the most part, we're all just responding to the people who raised us. Right. And that's it. And that's well, it becomes really tough.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's why I think it was so hard for me to, to answer that question. And, and yeah. in mean, I, and, and those types of situations when, you know, you, any type of situation that you're flooded with a lot of emotion or anger or you're upset, you know, mm-hmm. I, in my mind right now, answering the question, not being in a, in a real life situation that I would I would want to say that I would take his feelings into account and try to understand what hurt him and then have a conversation with him and be supportive with him. But like you just said, I mean, you, in theory, it always sounds like a great idea, but Mm being able to deliver, uh, deliver that or identify the thoughts and feelings and being able to get it out in the heat of the moment is always the most difficult thing. So I think that's just something that I really want to be aware of, just Mm -hmm. self-aware of of where my thoughts and feelings are. And it's a constant, you know, progression with me and just being able to translate that into you know my relationship with my son and also with my wife yeah that's where we can kind of piggyback off
0: of that and i think that just like i was saying the the blood and bones thing from the song lyric i think that there's a blood aspect when at the early stage of development but when when your kid becomes their their own person it's more of they just need bones it doesn't matter if you're their biological father or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's such an important thing to, to just be available for people. And, and I've learned that just from, from coaching and just the, the the circle that I have of just having people that are available to me. And these are people that I see as brothers. And these are, you know, my, the, my players on my football teams, I see them as my own as my own kids. And they're people that it's like, They are just as much a part of me as I like to think that I am for them. And if they ever need anything, I'll always remember these kids and I'll always remember these friends and think of all these people and try to just be there, just be the bones sometimes that they that they need, because you really don't need blood at a certain after a certain age when you start to have a more of a sense of the world and sense of your surroundings, just people to be available and people to be there for you. That's sometimes all you need as a, as a parent, as a friend, as just a person. So yeah, I couldn't agree with that more, man. And I think that's kind yeah. of what has led you and I to our relationship mm-hmm. and where
1: we are. And I think that's really why we've, we've tried to, to kind of stay connected. And I don't yes. know, I think we're probably, pushing 10 years of friendship, at this uh, it's point it's
0: crazy. It's crazy.
1: But, and I think just kind of reflecting and, 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 and kind of on our entire conversation and mm-hmm. it's just kind of getting my gears turned in and kind of having some realizations who, you know, as a kid, I didn't really, I don't, I don't even think I really had the bones from my parents. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of some, some trouble that I may have got in or just, you know, kind of feeling alone as a kid. Um, and, and, you know, kind of struggling and, and feeling, you know, like I didn't have anyone to turn to or, you know, being able to, you know, work through some stuff, you know, as a kid and, you know, as a teenager, you know, where, whatever point I may have been struggling with. And I think that's just one of the things that I really want to transfer into to my yeah, fatherhood is, is making sure that, you know, my son doesn't feel the way that I felt and I don't hold yeah. any resentment and I'm, I'm happy yeah. with the relationship that I'm, I'm at with my parents, but I'm the one that challenges my parents, um, you know, to, to, to be better or, you know, to open up or just, Mm -hmm. just be better people
0: in general. And I'm, and I'm happy. I I take pride in that. That's what's up, man. That's really good. So we're, we're a little over an hour in the conversation. And so my, what I want to do for this episode is I want to give you about three, four minutes. If you need more, you can have more. I want you to, to give a message to your son. Oh man, was not expecting that one. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be silent and you just talk away, dude. Oof. All right. Um
1: well when's this gonna come out actually? Whenever I
0: feel like it. Okay.
1: <laughs> so well I was I just wasn't sure if uh I should drop his name in it. Um if you want to go for it. Unless you guys decide to change it. Yeah, maybe I should just leave it hush hush. I'll just call him uh baby E, I guess okay but uh man just use his name plug it (laughs) (laughs) well anderson um you know i just i I, i'm excited for you to be brought into this world in 2020 it's a crazy place right now um you know it's, it's an interesting time but i uh you know i i I hope we can listen back on this uh, at a later date and, and kind of recap and, and review and, and, and kind of get an understanding of each other um, and, and, you know, the person that you were growing into or the person that you have become. Um, I hope we can have challenging conversations like this to to be able to, uh, you know, dig up some things and just kind of get to know each other better and, and continue to uh, bring out the, the good, better, best in, in one another. Um, but I just want you to be uh, honest with yourself and honest with, with, with me and your, and your mother and just, um, just make sure that you always are happy with who you are and continue to put good out into this world. And don't forget to just, you know, help someone when you can and just be a good person. That's all I can ask of you. I don't care who you are or what you're doing. Just make sure that you're a good person and you treat everybody else the same way.
0: Is that it? Yeah, man. I think that's it. <laughs> All right, dude. So, what do you think? We finally finished. We did an episode, man.
1: <sighs> yeah, it was good, man. I, I was, I will say, I was a little nervous, um, mm-hmm. just kind of stepping into it, just because you know, I was hoping to have some questions to kind of get nah. a little, a little preparation and 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 whatnot. Um, yeah. I was, I was worried about what you're going to throw at me. Yeah. But uh, it was fun, man. I feel like, I mean, we always have a good conversation, and you know, uh, dude, I'm down. I'm always down. I you know, hope, I hope I brought some good conversations.
0: I think you did. I think you did. I, I certainly, when, you know, I always tell people that these episodes that I do are just as much for me as they are for them. And when I'm able to talk about stuff with me as a, as a parent and have a conversation like this, i you know, I'm, I'm really putting my, these are conversations that it's, it's like I, I can't have with just like, it's not that I can't have, I just, for some reason don't have with a lot of my guys, you know? Right. And, um, so it's it's going to be something that I'll definitely listen to probably multiple times when I feel like I'm I'm not doing what I should be doing or maybe it's like not even so much of that it's just more of like embracing the the openness that I do have and showing that I actually can be open and I can be I don't have to be so robotic. And, well,
1: and, and that was one of the yeah. things that I kind of wanted to uh, talk about in the midst of our conversation is that I. I you you say all these things and and, and and I know it's it's easier said than done and mm-hmm. the key to the moment, but yeah. you want to do all these things or have these conversations with your daughter. And I think you just need to continue to challenge yourself yeah. and, you know, have those difficult conversations and just, you know, it might be flat out awkward sometimes, but mm-hmm. I think if you have something on your mind or you just want to, you know, challenge her a little bit, I think you should do it, man. Yeah. And like your wife said, she absolutely adores you, man. Don't even mm-hmm. try not to overthink it, but I mean, it's easier said than done. I don't have a kid yet, so we can talk <laughs> in a few. We can talk yeah. in a few years. Yeah, a few years and be like, "Does your kid hate you, bro?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he won't even look at me. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, know. <dude. laughs> it's like he cries and S for his mom, dude. Yeah, what the his hell, beard man? hasn't grown in yet. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> is he even mine? He's not mine. There's no <laughs> he's way he's mine. mine. <laughs> he's got to have a beard by now. It's like, bro, he's seven. Like, chill. <laughs> oh man, dude, I'm so I'm so thankful that you're able to to have this episode with me for real, dude. You know, he's, I've been. I've Really appreciate the invite, man. And uh, I know we've been trying to put it together
1: for quite some time. Yeah. I will say I am a little bummed that my um, my wife is not feeling up to it because I uh, and I was kind of curious to see. You know, I mean, it's things that we've talked about, but you you do a really great job at organizing this and just making the conversation flow. So I was yeah. excited to kind of kind of have both of us on, and it's still not off the table if you ever want to do
0: that. Try oh, again. absolutely, absolutely. You know, the funny thing is when you and when we were texting and you were like do you have any questions for me? And I was like, yeah, I got a couple. I only wrote one and it it was, why does he think I'm going to actually write questions down? I literally have like notepad pulled up and that's, it's just because the document's called like notes for Sean. And it says, why does he think I'm actually going to write down questions?
1: (laughs) Well, so, so I have another, I have another buddy of mine. Um, it's actually my wife's Uh, one of my wife's high school friends is her husband and Mm i we've become close and he's actually one of my buddies that i play um call duty with and whatnot but Mm -hmm. we we have a lot of the similar same conversations that you and i have and and he's he's a dad a relatively new dad he has a Mm -hmm. three year old and he's expecting one a second one in may so you know i i really appreciate his approach and the relationship that he has with his daughter and you know, I'm always, you know, challenging him or asking him questions, and just, you know, kind of feeding off of him. And uh, I brought up the podcast, and he's like, "Is you throwing you any questions?" And I'm like, "You know what? That's a good question. I don't know." <laughs> so that's what kind of got sparked my interest and kind of yeah. got my gears,
0: my gears going. Well, sweet man, I'm 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 so excited for you to become a dad. Um, you're gonna do great. You're absolutely gonna do great. I'm I'm so proud of you, dude. I, like, I it's it's so funny how how often I tell my wife about you like i am just so 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 excited and if there's this part of me that's like i hope i'd never see sean like, <laughs> i just i like this like it's like dude i just i'm so fucking jacked for you to be a dad dude, dude just, it just uh, yeah
1: it really means a lot to me man it, it really does and I, I appreciate your support you know even if it's from miles and miles away um and i, I like i said i talked to you to my wife uh, about you as well and it's just it's it's not that crazy anymore to think about because we're just boys, man. And we just click and it all works.
0: Yep. Yep. I know it, dude. Well, dude, thank you so much for jumping on. And, you know, we're going to, I'll air this at some point. Um, it might be next week. I think it'd be, it'd be fitting or something to do it next week. I actually might even do it tomorrow. You never know. Uh, okay. Because I well, didn't yeah, do YFT episode this week. So I'm proud. I might just do, I might make, set this one up for a Friday. So, Thank you again. And guys, If as always, if you all have any sort of feedback, any sort of questions, uh, if you liked what you heard, please reach out. That's at the Salumist on Instagram or the Salumist podcast on Instagram. Go to our website, www.thesalumistpodcast.com. Hit us up on Facebook. We're all over the place. Um, again, if you have questions, feedback, concerns, comments, any of that stuff, let us know. And if you want to jump on an FYFT episode, if you have something that you're passionate about or you're excited about, or that you're angry about, let us know. Let's put ourselves to the grind there and let's come up with something great because other people probably might think the same thing too. And the more that we communicate and the more that we share our stories, I think the better off we're all going to be. So thanks again to you, Sean. Hopefully thanks, you have boy, a good appreciate it. Yep. Rest yeah, up my dude. And uh, we're out. I'll see you, bro. Thanks man. See you. All right.